This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, March 6th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Maryland is one step closer to being the first state in the country to officially ban styrofoam. The bill banning the sale of foam used to consume food products did pass the state Senate yesterday. It's Senate Bill 285, and it won. I don't know whether one is the right word, but it passed 34 to 13. And this will prevent the sale of any expanded polystyrene food service product, commonly known by the trademark of styrofoam. And it also bans the sale of any food in cups, plates, or even egg cartons made of polystyrene. However, it does not ban any block foam, which is typical in electronic or appliance shipping. The bill does give businesses and nonprofits one year to use and dispose of any inventoried polystyrene they may have already purchased. And it does follow on the heels of other jurisdictions. Montgomery County, Prince George's County, and Anne Arundel County have also banned the foam, and D.C. has had it banned since 2014. Gonzalez Research polled 817 registered voters in the month of March just to see where they felt things were going with the state legislature. On the $15 an hour minimum wage, 60% support the boost in pay for workers. And how that sort of fleshed out was Democratic voters were 79% in favor. Republicans were 74% opposed. I don't think that's any surprise to anybody. Women were more likely to support it than men, and 85% of the African Americans surveyed favored a higher minimum wage. On the fight about starting schools after Labor Day, 56% of the voters support having schools start after the holiday, and only 40% believe that schools should make that final decision. So apparently the voters are on the side of Governor Hogan and Comptroller Francho on that one. And then there was another controversial bill, the, I'll call it the X bill, which will allow someone to choose unspecified when selecting their gender on a driver's license. Rather than having M for male or F for female, it would be an X on your driver's license. In the poll, 51% of Maryland voters oppose the bill and 37% are those who support the bill. Also, no surprise here, 38% of Marylanders support the job of President Donald Trump, but 78% of the voters do support the job of Governor Larry Hogan. Overall, 58% of the voters said that the state is moving in the right direction. One person that wasn't polled in that would be Harford County Delegate Lasanti. Marianne Lasanti has been absent for three days now. Right after she was censured last week, she didn't show up for work on Friday, Monday, or Tuesday. As part of her punishment, she's been removed from any committees, and really the only responsibility she has now to earn her $55,330 salary for three months, I might add, is to show up and vote on bills. If I were living in Harford County, I might have something to say about that. If you are a fan of the Annapolis Bike Share program, Pace, which is owned by Zagster, has announced a new program. You can ride all month for a one flat $10 fee, or you can ride all year for one flat $60 fee. I'm not quite sure whether that is a good marketing plan or whether it is a cheap grab for money to improve a cash flow that's probably not as good as it should be. I guess we'll find out later. Baltimore has been named among the top U.S. destination for food lovers in a new list by Yelp. 
In other news, my confidence in Yelp has been reduced. Baltimore came in ninth out of 10, and they said that the city offers, quote, an array of dining spots from casual pubs to award-winning chefs to the food halls. Now, Baltimore does have some good restaurants. I will give you that. But listen to this list. San Francisco, St. Louis, Honolulu, Plano, Texas, San Diego, Las Vegas, Richmond, Virginia, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Austin, Texas. What the hell, Yelp? Where's New York, L.A., New Orleans, Chicago, Charleston, Nashville, Glen Burnie? No, no Glen Burnie, I jest. But seriously, I'm losing confidence in Yelp. And here's a list that I did not make this year, again, for the 56th year. This is Forbes' list of billionaires. And we do have eight of them here in Maryland. Ted Lerner is worth $4.9 billion, and he owns the Washington Nationals. Stephen Biscotti is worth $4.2 billion. He's the Ravens owner. Mitchell Rails is worth $3.6 billion. He formed the Danaheim Investment Firm. Bernard Saul is worth $3.6 billion with Saul Centers, which is a D.C.-based real estate company. Jim Davis is $2.8 billion, and he's the cousin of Stephen Biscotti and founded Allegis, which was founded as actually Aerotech. David Rubenstein is worth $2.7 billion. He's the co-CEO and co-founder of the Carlisle Group. Dan Snyder is worth $2.2 billion, and he owns the Washington Redskins. And Kevin Plank is worth $1.9 billion, and he started Under Armour. Now, to put it in perspective, the wealthiest guy in Maryland is Ted Lerner with $4.9 billion. Number one on the list, no surprise there, Jeff Bezos. He is worth $131 billion. Top that list for the second year in a row. Pretty far behind him is Bill Gates with a mere $96.5 billion. And Warren Buffett has been slacking off. He fell into third place with $82.5 billion. Okay, it's March. The weather's kind of iffy. Do you miss Ocean City? Now, full admission, I have never been to Ocean City in my life, and I am trying to keep that streak going. But Ryan Goff, the chief marketing officer at MGH, has developed an app for the Amazon Echo. Yes, you can hear the sounds of Ocean City right on your desktop. All you need to do is simply say, Alexa, play Ocean City. Playing Ocean City sounds. Alexa, stop. Okay, that's just stupid. If you want to hear Ocean City sounds, go to Ocean City. All right, that's about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. You want to check that first link in our show notes to find out all the different ways you can connect with us. And if you are someplace that you can give us a rating or a review, please do that. It would be much appreciated. And, of course, give us a recommendation to your friends and colleagues. Now, you just got to hang tight because we've got George Young with your local DMV weather, and he's coming up in just one minute. Imagine your child saying, Guess what I learned in school today? 
At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson why. We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well, and our teachers know us. Visit St. Andrews Day School's Open House, Friday, March 8th from 9 to 11 a.m., or call 410-266-0952 for a tour. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, March 6th. A very cold day ahead today for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County, with highs only 27 to 32 degrees and wind chills only in the teens and 20s throughout the day, despite plenty of sunshine in the skies above. And after teens and 20s for lows tonight, it'll be another cold one tomorrow with highs only in the 30s before temps moderate slightly on Friday into the 40s and again on Saturday into the upper 40s to lower 50s. And while Saturday should be a dry day on the whole, there is a chance for some rain to impact the region on Sunday. So stay tuned for updates on that over the next few days as there are plenty of outdoor festivities planned this weekend in Annapolis. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there, and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores, and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. Everybody's a dreamer. Hi there, this is John Fernay, the co-host of the Maryland Crabs podcast, welcoming you to the 7th Annual Annapolis Film Festival. The film festival runs from March 21st to 24th with a full slate of more than 70 films. The festival includes four days of films, panels, parties, showcases, coffee talks, Q&As with filmmakers, directors, producers, and much, much more. Get through the door and into your seat watching some of the 70-plus great films that the Annapolis Film Festival is bringing to us once again for the seventh year. She looks so weak and fragile. That's why she tried to be so hard. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.